like Dell's World number 380 for the 16th of November 2021. And it's a Napod Pomo 21. I think it's time for Mike Dell's World. And there it is. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whatever the case may be for you, wherever you're listening, I'm Mike, and this is Mike Dell's World. Today is Tuesday, which uh, on my schedule for National Podcast Posting Month means it's a Traverse City episode. And I guess I'm going to answer the question I get asked, especially this time of year. I get asked this question a lot. Why do you live in Traverse City? And I, you know, I could su- suppose I could give the easy answer. Uh, well, you know, I grew up here. A lot of my family is here. That kind of stuff. Uh, and that's true. Definitely. You know, it's cool that my folks are still here. I got a 94-year-old grandmother that lives about a mile from me. <laughs> and she's still uh, kicking and living on her own and, and all that good stuff. And uh, you know, we get together somewhat frequently, uh, although it's kind of strange, you know, I, I don't see my parents as, you know, I see them at least once a week, but, uh, you know, not a whole lot more than that. They're about 10 miles away, but that's not a big deal. It's just the fact that, you know, I grew up here, but that's not even it. Uh, you know, the job isn't keeping me here anymore. Uh, I could pretty much live anywhere. I have an internet connection and a uh, phone line. Or not even a phone line, just an internet connection and a a cell phone. Or maybe just an internet connection, but, uh, you know, I could live pretty much wherever I want. My wife is uh, retired, so, you know, that's a thing. So she doesn't doesn't work outside the home. Uh, You know, she does some some small things here and there, but she could do that anywhere. And, you know, so we're not bound here by that. You know, there's certainly better weather spots, uh, you know, although there's nothing nicer than a summer day in Michigan or even a fall day in northern Michigan. Uh, But, you know, the winters can be a little rough. And I think that's some of the charm that I, you know, being that I grew up here, I'm kind of used to that. Although, you know, I've lived other places. I've lived in Florida. I've lived in Idaho. I've lived in Iceland. Spent a lot of time in a lot of other places. Uh, you know, the the weather's not really a big motivator for me, although, you know, I, I do sort of dread the long winters, uh, although I look forward to it this time of year because everything seems to slow down right after the holidays. And this, I'm sure, happens everywhere, but more so up here. You know, after the holidays, things just sort of mellow. You know, we're just waiting for the blizzard and, removing snow and, uh, you know, just staying warm and, uh, staying happy. And, and there's something to be said for, you know, that, that natural slowdown that we get every year, you know, the cavemen and the, you know, the humans before, uh, civilization really took hold, you know, they, they, they had that thing, you know, they'd spend 
all summer, you know, spring, summer, and part of the fall, you know, getting ready for the long winter. And, you know, there's, there's something to be said for that, uh, you know, a chance to sort of wind down now, you know, the, the way things work nowadays, uh, you know, we got artificial lights and, and heat and, uh, you know, electricity and communicate worldwide communications. I mean, you, you know, who knows you, you could be sitting in Antarctica listening to me or in Iceland or, or, you know, somewhere in Africa or somewhere in Europe or somewhere in Canada and, you know, Hello to the Canadians over the border, but uh, you know it doesn't have you. You don't have to be right here for me to be able to communicate with you uh, either one way like this in a podcast or two way, uh, you know, via Zoom or you know Facebook chat, whatever. I mean, there's a hundred ways we can stay in communications now. You know, as in Iceland, I felt pretty isolated because you know. Phone call was uh, you know buck and a quarter a minute and uh, and the time difference and uh, and all that so we didn't do a lot of that. Uh, I did have television stations, uh, some from Europe and some uh, you know they they piped in like uh, the morning shows, uh, the Today Show. I remember we used to get that about noon. The Tonight Show would come on at about seven in the morning. Uh, you know, and a, and a few other, you know, national shows like that. And, of course, when fo- big football games were happening, that they show that on uh, Armed Forces television. And, you know, so it was, you know, you weren't completely left out in the cold uh, that way, no pun intended. But, you know, we used to get, uh, we had an airplane that would come in on uh, Wednesdays. And it was, uh, it was a DC-8 combi those years that are into airplanes as I am, but it was a DC-8 combi, which meant that uh, the front half of the passenger cabin was cargo and the back half was people. And it was a, we called it the tater or the rotator. And basically when you got stationed up there, uh, you would come in on a Wednesday and then those that were leaving would leave, you know, later that day on Wednesday. Uh, would land about seven in the morning and take off about uh, ten at night or something like that because you know, the time difference, whatever. But uh, and, and by by the way, it was Hawaiian Airlines, which was kind of ironic going to Iceland, but uh, they had the contract at the time. But the front half of the airplane was all the mail and uh, other supplies that didn't come in. You know, normal you know military supplies and what they didn't buy local. But you know, we would get. Uh, the mail would come in on Wednesday. So Wednesday, everybody would be, you know, crowding the post office and as they were sorting the mail. I used to volunteer to sort mail. and It was great. And we got new magazines. And I mean, magazines were like a lifeline up there. It was, uh, it was amazing. You know, a magazine was, was like gold. You get done reading a, a magazine, you put it out in the day room and it was gone. And there was a big box in the uh, post office too, uh, where, all the magazines that, uh, you know, say somebody had a subscription to a magazine and, you know, they didn't forward those to uh, uh, APO boxes. Uh, what, is it? what does APO stand for? I don't remember. But uh, anyway, the, the military post office wouldn't forward magazine subscriptions, so they would just throw all the magazines in a box and, you know, f- come one, you know, first come, first serve and, you know, we used to tear that up. And, uh, you know, of course, we had a pretty good library, and we'd spend a lot of time reading. And, 
you know, that was what you had to do up there. There was no internet at the time, uh, or at least no internet that we had anything to do with. And uh, I said, couldn't really afford to do a lot of phone calling and, and, and that. But anyway, this is more about Traverse City. But, uh, you know, in Traverse City, we're kind of, you know, we're not isolated by any stretch. But, you know, it is one of the few places on the planet that's a good 35, 40 miles away from a, a freeway. Uh, you know, we don't have interstate. The nearest interstate's 50 or 60 miles away. And, you know, I always tell people when they are in Traverse City, if, if you find yourself in Traverse City, you either meant to come here or you're lost because it's not on the way to anything, really. I mean, Leelanau County, I guess. but uh, and, and that's, you know, I consider that the same area because it's on the Grand Traverse Bay. But, uh, you know, there's we're kind of the end of the road, uh, at least in lower Michigan. And so, you know, it's not like a big transitory area where, you know, a lot of people are passing through like uh, other places I've lived. When I lived in Idaho, you know, we had Interstate 84. It was the main uh, highway between Salt Lake City and uh, Seattle or Portland or somewhere up there in the northwest. And, you know, there was always people passing through and uh, it was a whole different Vibe, you know, same thing when I lived in Florida, you know, I was 10 miles off of I-10 and, uh, you know, that's the main drag across the Southern United States. And plus it was uh, near highway 98, which was, you know, the main highway along the Gulf coast. And, and, you know, there's, there's just a lot of people passing through and you just don't get that in Traverse city very often. It's, it's not a normal route that anyone would take to get elsewhere. It's just, you know, they tend to come here. And I kind of like that about this place. You know, we get a lot of tourists, and there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of visitors, a lot of snowbirds. Uh, snowbirds are a, an interesting bunch. You know, they live here when the weather's good and then take off when it's cold. And I can certainly see the the, the wisdom in that. And uh, it may be something I do in the future. I don't know. Although I don't know where I'd want to go. Uh, not a huge fan of Florida uh, weather-wise. Uh, although... It's growing on me a little bit. Uh, when I lived there, it was okay, and and I've got family in South Florida, and it's always good down, to go down and visit. But you know, some of the touristy areas in Florida are just unreal. They're worse than uh, than up here in the summer. <laughs> Orlando, jeez, you know, I, you know, I don't, don't dislike Orlando, but I, I certainly wouldn't want to live there year round or anything, or even part of the year. You know, I'd pick some place out in the boonies. Uh, you know, maybe in Texas, you know, same thing. I'm not a huge fan of, of Texas in general, but, you know, there's some nice spots and, and all that. Uh, but it's just too doggone hot down there uh, a lot of the year. And same with Florida. But we get just as warm as Florida in the summer uh, up here. So, you know, it's not really, like I said, I'm not really weather uh, motivated uh, like some some uh, the, of the snowbirds. Like I said, the tourists we get up here in general are, are nice enough people. It's, I haven't really met too many rude people. That's, a, that's another thing about this area, northern Michigan in general. Traverse City, you know, is a little bit more metropolitan compared to, you know, say, uh, you know, Gaylord. Or, and Gaylord has a lot of pass-through because they're on I-75. Uh, but, you know, the whole northern part of lower Michigan and pretty much the entire UP of Michigan – 
They're, you know, some pretty hearty people, and they're all pretty friendly. Uh, for the most part, you know, there's grumpy grouches everywhere, and the crime rate here in Traverse City is probably a little bit less than the crime rate, you know, of a comparable size city closer to an interstate. Um, you know, we got we've got our you know we got our problems up here. Uh, we don't get nearly as many homeless up here because it's too darn cold. I mean, we, there is some homeless and. There's some good organizations around here that uh, are t- trying to take care of them. We do have, you know, one one area that I know of that uh, is kind of a tent city, uh, and you know, I feel bad for the folks over there. But uh, what do you do? You know, they don't want help. They, you know, whatever. But so I mean, there are some quote unquote bad sections of Traverse City, but I don't feel unsafe anywhere in the city or around the area, really. You know, like I said, the crime rate's probably a tad lower than average for uh, the amount of people in the area. I think we're, we're around 100,000, 150,000 in the, in the metro area, uh, you know, five counties surrounding Traverse City. But, uh, you know, Traverse City itself, I think, is still around 20,000 in the actual city. I'm not in the actual city here. I'm, oh, 100 yards <laughs> from the city limit, something like that. But I'm officially in East Bay Township, which, uh, like I said, not, not really a big distinction. But, uh, you know, I do feel like I'm kind of out in the boonies a little bit. If you go look at the picture I, I picked, uh, the airplane that took that picture or drone or whatever was pretty darn close to my house looking west. Uh, so I'd have been right below where that picture was taken. Uh, at the base of East Bay, and, th- and this picture is the city uh, uh, looking over West Bay. East Bay is more rural, but not really. <laughs> but, yeah, that's one of the other reasons. Like I said, you don't find too many unfriendly people here. Uh, you know, the business owners and, you know, businesses are they're just, you know, friendly people. And, you know, and then, of course, we've got, you know, some of the big box stores, not all of them. But, you know, we've got Target and... Wally World and Home Depot and Lowe's and Menards and, you know, the, the, those kind of places. But, you know, we don't have some of the, the more, you know, we don't have like a, a what was that one? A Trader Joe's we don't have. Uh, we don't have, uh, oh, what's the one that Amazon owns, a grocery store. But uh, we don't have one of those. We have a local outfit that's like that. But and they have two stores, and, you know, and we don't have big chain grocery stores now. Like I said, we do have Walmart, Target, and Meyer are the three big ones. But uh, we have some local ones. We got uh, got a little place, uh, you know, Tom's grocery stores or Tom's food markets, and there's I don't know probably three or four of them. We got Olson's. They've got two or three of them, and. We've got, uh, you know, a lot of local stuff. Same thing with the radio market here. We don't have big market radio up here. We don't have Citadel. We don't have uh, Clear Channel. We don't have, you know, any of these big radio groups. Uh, Clear Channel, I guess, would be called iHeart Radio now. But we don't have any stations owned by them or run by them. And we have uh, local owners. So, you know, we got Midwest Broadcasting covers, you know, every genre of of station, they got well, eight or nine stations total, something like that, maybe more, but you know, eight or nine, I think. 
think McDonald Graber's got four, five, six. Uh, there's uh, a couple of other, you know, big owners that own, you know, 10, 12 stations. That's it, you know, and there's, you know, they're local stations. We, you know, we've got our REM talker in the morning uh, is, you know, all local programming up until up until noon. And they have uh, local news breaks even after that during the day. You know, what radio station in a big market are you going to get a lot of local? Uh, you just don't. Uh, and there's several stations like that here. Uh, you know, one of the other big things about it is there's trees. You know, I, I lived in Idaho, and there was some trees, you know, in the towns and, and on the base that I was stationed at and, and all that. You know, I had a tree in my yard. In fact, I was on Google Earth the other day just uh, fiddling around, you know, seeing what everything looked like. I went to my old house in Mountain Home, Idaho, and uh, there was a tree in the yard when I was living there that was probably three inches around, and and now uh, 30-something years later, it's, uh, you know, it's quite a bit bigger and uh, quite a bit taller, but, you know, it's desert. Uh, Iceland, you know, the tallest tree I saw in Iceland might be 20 feet. Uh, the big joke up there was, how do you uh, find your way out of the Icelandic National Forest if you get lost? And the answer was, stand up. Because, <laughs> you know, being that close to the Arctic Circle and even over the Arctic Circle, a lot of, a lot of trees that grow very high. You know, so, you know, it makes me appreciate all the more, you know, what we have here. And, you know, a lot of people ask me about the snow. Yeah, you know, it's Really not as bad as it sounds. Uh, even on a bad year, uh, it's just snow. And, yeah, it might slow you down. Uh, you might have to make arrangements to get your driveway and sidewalks cleared off if you're not able to do it yourself. But it's also a good way to get exercise. You know, I have a, I have a tractor with a plow and a snowblower, and you got to walk behind snowblower. And, of course, you got shovels and, and you know, the walk behind snowblower and the, I mean, all of it's work. I mean, especially if it's five degrees outside, you know, you bundle up like the Michelin man and, uh, you know, it still gets pretty cold and just, just staying warm takes some energy, but you know, that walk behind snowblower, it, it takes a lot of energy, you know, for an hour walking around outside when it's cold, even if you are bundled up, you know, I always tell people, you know, I'd rather be in the cold than the hot, you can always put more clothes on, but there's generally a limit to how much you can take off. And even if you take it all off, it might still not help. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, you know, I love it up here. I, I just do. Uh, you know, it, it can be a pain, you know, for like traveling. And, and I'm lucky that uh, our airport here has uh, four airlines and it's more or less within walking distance of my house. So it's not like it's too hard to get to the airport if I need to go somewhere uh, that way. Driving, yeah, you got to drive 35, 40 miles or 50 miles to get to a freeway if uh, depending on which way you're going. Uh, but, you know, it's a nice ride. It's a two, you know, nice two-lane highways, uh, 65 speed limits uh, generally. You got to watch out for deer and, and other idiots on the road. That's one thing up here. We have our share of idiots on the road, but, you know, it doesn't everywhere. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, generally why I like it up here. It's just, uh, you know, we, we don't have hurricanes. We don't have earthquakes. We generally don't have forest fires and wildfires. 
And I've been places that's had all of that stuff. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's really something. You know, in Florida there, uh, Hurricane Andrew came across South Florida and looked like it was headed towards us. Uh, we evacuated all our airplanes out to Texas, and then Andrew ended up hitting Texas instead, so, or New Orleans or whatever, that whole area west of us. So our airplanes were actually closer to the action than uh, than they were if we would have left them where they, you know, where they were at, uh, in Eglin, at Eglin, but, uh, you know, been, been in places that have earthquakes, not big earthquakes. I mean, Idaho would rumble a little bit and, and, uh, you know, Las Vegas, I remember feeling one there one time and, you know, so, but in wildfires out West in Idaho, we used to get wildfires. Now, you know, luckily they stayed in the desert for the most part or up in the mountains, uh, where I was at in the little town it was you know pretty safe. We weren't that close to uh, to the edge of the desert, and I'm sure as it's built up more, to, you know the the towns are probably even a little more safe. But I, I do remember you know driving across the desert on the freeway and on the horizon, you know for as long as you could see on the horizon, it was just an orange glow from the big wildfires out there and this you know the sagebrush burning. You, smoke and all that you know something something we don't deal with here that often we get forest fires now and again usually up further north uh they've had forest fires uh but it's pretty rare around here uh and we get enough rainfall and 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 all that but uh you know every once in a while nature throws a thing at it but uh you know and very few tornadoes i mean every once in a while we get a tornado or a severe thunderstorm Whatever, but that's not an every year thing. Uh, maybe every ten years, one hits. You know, some somewhere around here, populated. Um, you know, yeah, we get blizzards, but again, what's a blizzard hurt? Really? I mean, you know, snow falling. Yeah, I mean, if it gets too ridiculous, it it definitely impedes travel, which uh, you know, people that. Uh, need to get to the hospital or whatever may we have more of a problem because of snow and blizzards and bad driving conditions and, and whatnot. But for the most part, if you're not uh, urgently needing to go anywhere, you know, just sit it out, take a break. It's uh, pretty, uh, pretty relaxing actually. So anyway, that's uh, my little spiel about why I live in Traverse city. Uh, I guess I'll add to this that if there was a couple, there's a couple other places that I would probably consider moving to if I couldn't live here. Uh, I wouldn't mind being in, uh, you know, like out in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky or Tennessee, maybe, uh, you know, in a smaller town, maybe not a tiny town, but a smaller town in one of those places might be cool. Uh, Tennessee still gets a little hotter in the summer than I would prefer, but uh, then again, the the winters are milder for sure. Uh, I wouldn't mind Idaho, to be honest with you. Uh, I would probably live somewhere on the outskirts of Boise, you know, one of the, the lesser towns, uh, you know, like maybe Meridian or Napa or Caldwell or, so, you know, some town that's not too far out, but you know, far enough out, <laughs> that would be okay, probably. And I'm sure there's other places around the country that I haven't been to that I'd probably like. 
uh, northern Nevada, it'd be kind of cool. A little town of Ely. I, I always found that one to be kind of neat. Uh, we used to go there uh, to go to the casino. <laughs> it's not too far from uh, Mountain Home. Well, you know, I take that back. It, it was probably three or four hour drive, but out west, that's not so bad. Uh, where I lived in Idaho at the time was a 55-mile drive to McDonald's, to the nearest McDonald's, <laughs> which I guess is no big loss, but you know, nowadays uh, there's a McDonald's on every corner just like a Starbucks. But uh, yeah, those would probably be a couple of places I might consider living. Uh, Texas, I, you know, like I said, I don't have any big hatred for Texas, but a lot of Texas I wasn't a fan of. I lived in uh, San Antonio, for a while, and that's just altogether too hot most of the year. Uh, but you know, I could I could probably see living you know somewhere in North Texas, you know, north of Dallas or or uh, something like that. Uh, might not be too bad. Uh, you know, like I said, there's there's a way other there's other places, but you know, my my main thing is, is you know, I I really like the. The slower pace, for the most part, that we have up here, and especially in the winter, you know, we get uh, at least two good months, sometimes three, uh, good months of uh, things not moving quite as fast. You know, not as many events going on, and not as much, you know, outdoor chores other than you know keeping the driveway and and walkways clear, and uh, digging out the mailbox once in a while. Uh, it's pretty mellow, pretty laid back, and I like that. So, anyway, uh, and and for those of you thinking about moving to Traverse City, don't, 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 don't. Everything I said was a lie, and stay away, stay away. <laughs> Catch me later.